you survived another week. Welcome to the Urban Shooter Podcast, episode number 61. If you've ever wanted some insight on how to get your favorite female to the range or become a better instructor for more than just the bubbas, you got to listen to this show. From a woman's perspective and some airsoft stuff that you got to see. All this and more on your favorite righteous podcast. Welcome to the Urban Shooter Podcast, the weekly show for law-abiding, fun-loving gun owners of the city. And here's your host, Ken Blanchard. <laughs> All right, this week we're going to talk to Jane Weaver, who's going to let you in on a little secret or a couple of secrets about how women think. Now, if you have any umption, any thoughts about being a really, really, really good firearms instructor or bringing your female, your woman, your mama, your sister, your girlfriend, your significant other into the shooting sports, you got to listen to this. Take it away, Jane. Hi, this is Jane Weaver, the Maryland coordinator for Second Amendment Sisters. I'm responding to your questions. First of all, you asked, how does a guy introduce the shooting sports to his girlfriend or wife? I think it's best to get someone else to teach her, preferably at a course designed for women learners or just an impromptu meeting with someone at a range that she feels comfortable with, maybe one of the range safety officers. I've found that about, oh, about 75% or more of women prefer to know something about anything new and not just jump right in. So a really short course where they learn safety, maybe about 45 minutes to an hour, and then have the option to actually shoot may be best. You asked, can he do it with success or is it like driver's ed? That is, is it better from an outsider? I think it can be okay for you know a father, a brother, a husband, boyfriend to teach a woman, but it depends on the woman and the guy. I do think it's similar to driver's ed, and some men can intimidate when they don't mean to. Uh, even their loud voices sometimes if they get exasperated. Also, women mostly have different learning styles from men. I have been teaching college since 1987, and I found that guys seem to want to jump right in and get coaching as they go along, sort of do it and feel it along the way, or just watch others and pick things up. But most women who are new to shooting first want to learn enough to be really comfortable, I would say both theoretically and functionally, before they even touch a gun. And then they like to have constant one-on-one -on -one coaching on the range until they really feel certain they can remember what they need to be relatively safe. I found women also have been taught by the culture that guns are mostly for men and they're dangerous and some women are frightened at the very thought of shooting. And I found that's especially true with handguns. A lot of women are more open to shooting, say, a 22 rifle first and then trying out a handgun afterwards. I've also found that it works to have women running the event with men actually being 
the instructors. A lot of the NRA Women on Target instruction is like that, and I've seen that also in other venues with regular NRA training where a women's class has women sort of introducing it, being the mistress of ceremonies, and then having the male instructors actually teach short segments and coach. You ask, do you think women are better instructors of women in firearms? I don't think so. I think women and men can be equally good at instructing women or men. But women are more comfortable around other women in the classroom setting when they're complete newbies. I do think so. So I would say have some women there too, maybe just as assistants or range safety officers. And once women do have the classroom training and are on the range, I don't think it matters at all as long as men don't touch women without permission or make sexually suggestive comments. That's something to be avoided at all costs, I think. And you ask, what got you into shooting? Well, my father initially, he was the one that took me out plinking, shooting soup cans off of a fence. And then a desire for self-protection when I moved out on my own. But I didn't really get heavily into it as a sport until my husband invited me to go skeet shooting and later to a pistol range. I took like a duck to water to skeet shooting and really enjoyed it and did it for a long time until our local range burned to the ground, as a matter of fact, and then later got back into that and rifle and pistol shooting. You asked how do you defend it to your friends? I get a zen feeling when I go to an outdoor range with the wind blowing, the sun shining, birds flying overhead, and I find it empowering for me to know that I can use a gun for self-protection in an emergency. So my defense to my friends is, first of all, it's a wonderful recreational outlet, and second, it is really the only reasonable means of self-protection for a woman. You asked, what kind of holsters do you find comfortable? I have never used a holster. You asked, do you carry concealed? I have never carried concealed because it's illegal to carry concealed in the state I live now where I live now and it's also I never carry concealed in the state where I live now because it's illegal and I used to live in Virginia where I could openly carry and sometimes I chose to do so but no I have never carried concealed in fact in Maryland we're just trying to get the law changed so that self-defense would be considered a good and substantial reason for concealed carry because right now only those that carry money or valuables for a business are uh, allowed to carry concealed in Maryland. You ask, what problems do you encounter that you think men don't have to think about when shooting, carrying concealed, being in the gun culture? I think that men have the same issues with respect to the law, of course. I think that men don't have to think so much about being in the gun culture because 
we have been enculturated to think that guns are associated with being men. Hunting is considered a man's sport, and even if you go to the range, you'll find most of the people there will usually be men. Um, I guess when shooting, I think men have an advantage because most of the guns out there are produced for people of a certain stature, and I'm short, so for example, I cannot even do the prone position with a full-size rifle. I have to use a carbine to be able to really negotiate a rifle. I also think some of the handguns are simply too much gun for a lot of women because of their musculature. So in that sense, I think that's easier for men. And you asked also about posting on gun forums. I personally rarely post on gun forums except to leave announcements or read about events or get information I need. And that's partially because they seem sort of macho to me. And although I don't think of myself as super, super feminine, I find it uncomfortable a lot of times to hang out on gun forums where it's mostly guys. What I do enjoy is the Women in Guns Forum. It's a moderated forum, and it's mostly women and some guys too. And the guys that post there are all very polite, and it's just a wonderful place. So I do go hang out there when I have the time. I also think that women have difficulties with clothing fit and carrying concealed because their bodies are shaped in ways and the types of clothing that they usually wear. I think women have some difficulties with clothing fit and carrying concealed simply because of their body shape and the nature of the clothing design that's available. It's really hard for them to hide the fact that they are concealing. Also, a lot of firearms are large even if they're relatively small and I think it's just difficult to conceal something that's large enough to, for example, hold uh, a 9mm or even a larger caliber. So I do know a number of women who like the, the 380s and that does seem to be one of the best sizes for women to carry simply because they are a size that can be fit into clothing. One thing I wanted to mention too in that last section is when I have gone to especially public ranges where there's no one managing them alone, sometimes I find that some of the men are aggressive or they come and start sort of hanging out where the women are and that can get uncomfortable too and I think it's it's just the biological predator-prey thing that goes on and so I find it a lot more comfortable when I'm around men 
who, if they want to show me something, you know, ask me, do you mind if I touch your arm or something like that, instead of just grabbing me. And I think a lot of women feel the same way I do. But to conclude, I think that men or women can be great instructors. I do think that having a woman on hand to just be the the feminine touch in a class could be helpful for some women. And I think that anyone could learn from a brother, a father, etc., as long as they are not easily frustrated. I learned to drive from my parents, and so I guess I don't see the real problem. I wasn't one of those that had to go off to driver's ed to learn that, and the same with guns. I felt very comfortable with my father, later my husband, uh, showing me things. So I, I, again, think it really depends on the individual. Thanks for always calling on Second Amendment Sisters for podcasts. It really helps us a lot for you to include us. You got it, my sister. That was Jane Weaver of Second Amendment Sisters. And look for a link on urbanshooterpodcast.com. And we'll get right back to you after this commercial break with a few things that I want you to think about. Do you like Urban Shooter? Then send Ken an email at blackmanwithagun at gmail.com. Do you want to support the show and start something new? You can become a member of the new Urban Shooter Association for $4 a month and keep the mission going strong. Look for the USA link on the website. Black Man with a Gun by Ken Blanchard is a 148-page book with pictures showing the right way and wrong way to do things, different guns and techniques, and a great primer for new shooters, an icebreaker for the experienced shooter, and a tool for the activist. Black Man with a Gun is a book that easily explains and inspires. With the humor of the most audacious African-American in support of the right to keep and bear arms, Ken Blanchard. In the book, you'll find a letter to my sisters, buying a firearm, the racist roots of gun control, the NRA, your rights, the police, religion, and guns. Get your autographed copy today by visiting blackmanwithagun.com or by calling 888-772-6262. Get your copy now. One of the things I want you to start thinking about is how you train. Now, if you are waiting for the seasons to change and you're waiting to go out to that range out in the boonies to shoot or to get your stuff ready for the indoor range, how about some prep? How about you check out uh, Cheaper Than Dirt or search the web for like Gander Mountain or Midway or some company that sells eye and air protection, targets that you like to shoot, and ammo. And buy all that stuff in bulk. One big box of targets, for example, might be about $40, but you'll probably not need targets the rest of the year. And at a dollar or a dollar fifty a target, you're saving some big cash. And also, if you buy some bulk ammo, one time purchase might cost you a hundred, two hundred bucks maybe, depending on what caliber um, or type of firearm you're shooting. But it still is a lot better than fifteen ninety nine, seventeen ninety nine, twenty dollars a box, thirty dollars a box. 
And if you got your own eye and ear protection, you don't have to rent them when you go to the range. And they'll be sanitary, they'll be clean, they'll be yours, if you keep them clean, that is. Um, you can go to like Home Depot or Lowe's or Walmart where they sell uh, lawnmower equipment. And you can buy some really nice hearing protection. Make sure that the decimal level is high enough, that uh, as high as you can find. And then you get something that's comfortable that your ears don't sweat and all your... Um, you can wear the thing over long term in the heat when it gets a little warmer. And uh, you get some good eye protection. You can get some uh, sunglasses that have a um, shatterproof resistance rating on it or... A lot of that stuff that you find where they sell the lawnmowers uh, has a really good rating for safety. Some of it's tinted. Polarized is the best. You might want clear or buy a couple different pairs. You might want to clear a yellow tint if you're shooting um, trap and skeet to you know contrast against that orange bird or it just looks cool. Uh, you can even try some rose-colored glasses if you want your life to be rosy. You know, that kind of thing. The dark ones in case... You want to practice some low light shooting on the indoor range. You can do it that way. But uh, take this time and prepare for your shooting season. What else do I got for a tip? Oh yeah, you got to get you an airsoft firearm. Man, there are some serious guns that look like the real thing. Um, if you invest in about 200 bucks and get you, I know it's not a real gun. It's a lot of money, but you can buy it online or walk out the store with it. Get you one that shoots uh, high compressed air or gas, that green gas stuff. You can get a fancy Desert Eagle or Beretta high power or even a race gun. And you can put up a range in your house. You can do your own IPSC um, in your basement. You and your friends can shoot against one another. Do fast reloads. Drop your magazine out. If you think I'm kidding, check out UrbanShooterPodcast.com for something I found off of YouTube. I actually got it from... A brother who gave it to me to check out. Now, I just got some really cool information from Lonnie out of Connecticut about Airsoft. He showed me some stuff that's going on in Hong Kong that will blow your socks off. So make sure you check out UrbanShooterPodcast.com and check out that YouTube video I have up there. You would think they're shooting real Ipsic shooting. And I'll just give you some ideas of what you could do. And I might even invest in a couple more pistols now. Get me and my son involved. Have us just go at it. So by the time we get to the range... We'll be already ready to go. I want to thank uh, Evan for your note. Appreciate you, bro. Sean in Houston, man, thanks for sending me a note. And for you, for being there for me. Spread the word. Let's get Urban Shooter out of the darkness and into the marvelous light. Until next week, this is your friend and your brother from a different mother. Ken Blanchard. another episode of the urban shooter podcast thanks for listening power to the people